0: Welcome to a special edition of the Darden Admissions Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So, it's opening week here at the Darden School of Business, and a truly historic opening week at that. This week, Monday, August 15th, we welcome, for the first time ever in the history of the school, our full-time MBA class of 2024, our part-time MBA class of 2025, and the Executive MBA class of 2024. Uh, Those students kicked off their Darden experience this week. And in the spirit of this occasion, I invited my boss, Dean of Admissions, Donna Clark, here on the podcast to talk a little bit more about our newest students. So without further ado, here's my interview with Donna Clark. Donna, welcome to the podcast. Hi,
1: Brett, great to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, it's great to have you here. What a week here at the Darden School of Business.
1: I think it's the most exciting week of the year, especially this year with welcoming all of the formats to Grounds, full-time, MBA, and part-time. It's been so high energy. I've loved it. What about you?
0: Yeah, truly an incredible week, a historic week, as noted. Uh, we celebrated a moment on Monday that has never happened before in the history of the Darden School. Uh, The fact that we had full-time MBA, part-time MBA, and executive MBA students all together for one Darden welcome. That was an incredible moment.
1: I think they loved it too. And it just, what a great opportunity for them to, from the very first day, interact with each other and meet with each other because their network just expanded exponentially with having all formats here all at the same time. I think whoever came up with that idea, it was a great one. Was that your idea, Brett?
0: I cannot take credit for that, but I fully endorse this idea. It was great to have everybody start together. I thought it was a very sort powerful moment. Uh, of course, all these students are going to earn the same degree, maybe not exactly yeah. on the same timeline, uh, but nevertheless, they'll all be part of the same network, same credential. And there's so much similarity across the formats. I think this also underscores, and starting together underscores this sort of common, common purpose here.
1: Totally agree. So exciting.
0: Well, how are you doing, Donna? I know it's been a busy time. Of course, opening week is always a very full week. How how are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's such an exciting week, and, and both of us had the opportunity on Monday to welcome both formats. You addressed the EMBA entering students in the part-time, and I did for the full-time, and it's really just such an honor to put that welcome speech together, to tell them about themselves, and to, to meet them. I mean, and Recent years, as, as you well know, Brett, we haven't had the opportunity to interact in person to the extent we're used to with prospective students, so I think it's particularly exciting when they come on grounds, and there's so many fun events this week, you know, with, you know, meeting them during ice cream and barbecues and at breweries, and uh, it's, it's hard not you know, for that for that energy is quite con- contagious. So I'm I'm doing quite well. What about you? How are you doing?
0: Yeah, doing doing well. One of the things I love about the first day of school is it's the first time we've ever seen the full class together. So in our working professional formats, part time MBA, executive MBA, students apply all throughout the year, right? So we meet applicants in September and October, and we also oftentimes will meet applicants in May and June, and even occasionally. Uh, in July. And it's just incredible to finally see everybody in a room together because you've been meeting them in small groups all throughout uh, the year and as the cycle has unfolded. And that's one of my favorite moments of the year.
1: I I, I totally understand that.
0: And the other thing that was particularly exciting this year, it's always great to work on these working professional classes. The Executive MBA program has been around for now 15 plus years. Our part-time MBA program, though, this was the inaugural cohort for the part-time MBA program. And so we announced the program in June of 2021. About 14 months later, here we are welcoming the inaugural cohort to Grounds. That did make this particular start of school even more special.
1: Oh, as, as it should be. I mean, you and your team have put so much effort into launching that program and did so so successfully. We're all in awe of the effort and I really enjoyed meeting so many of them. And one of them came up to me and told me that you have a really great radio voice, um, as I I thought I'd mention that as long as we're on a podcast. And and I told them about my fear of you being recruited away for Ryan Seacrest's job. Um, But anyway, just passing on that compliment, Brett.
0: I'll take it, that's very kind, I'm happy to host the Darden admissions podcast. So it's more than enough for me. We are 400 episodes plus in at this point, which is kind of wild if you think about the Experience Darden Executive MBA podcast. So I never imagined we would be quite at this point. So this has been a good run for us but here, here on here the podcast. here you are. Podcast. Absolutely. So it's a great week. It's a fantastic week. So tell, tell us a little bit more about the full-time MBA class of 2024.
1: Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, um, we'll start with the basics. The the class is comprised of 349 awesome individuals. We're proud of each and every one of them uh, for so many reasons, but just kind of holistically, it's a really diverse class. Some of the highlights are that 43% of the entering class are international students meaning that they're foreign nationals, dual citizens, or permanent residents. And that is the highest percentage of international students we've ever had in the full-time program. They come from 48 different countries. Um, Some of the most represented countries are the United States, China, Brazil, Bangladesh, Peru, Indonesia, Indonesia. They were here for the week before, or two weeks ago, they were here for international student orientation, and then some students stayed for Darden before Darden. So a lot of the international students had an opportunity to bond during the international student orientation. We're really excited that um, the class also represents a record for the highest percentage of students who were first-generation college at 16%. Um, going back to the international students, it's a record for Darden in that 22 students are from Africa. That is a Darden school record. We have 8% who are LGBTQ+. That's a Darden record. Uh, so it's just a really diverse class. And I really liked talking to them not only about the diversity of the class, but just how proud we are of their character, their work experiences, as I said in the welcome speech, according to their resumes, they've compiled it, analyzed it, uh, measured it, improved it, and they're going to come here and crush it. So, um, just so proud of them. Um, also, it was a great opportunity to talk about how intentional Darton is about inclusivity. As someone who sits on the dean staff, I was so proud when we took two hours at a dean staff meeting to talk about the annual inclusion study. Um, The fact that Darden does a study of its students about inclusion and then analyzes it to see where we're making improvements and where there are opportunities, but the welcome speech is a great way to tell them about their diversity and to encourage each one of them to fully embrace it, to make their classmates feel included. The most powerful thing that can be done at Darden to make it inclusive is having the students be very intentional about that. So I I enjoyed the opportunity to really encourage encourage them to do that. And Darden, as you know, is so well known for its sense of community, Um, but any community can always be strengthened and Just what a great opportunity for them to interact with and make friends and bond with people from all over the world.
0: I think that's such a good point because how often do you show up somewhere and there's about 350 other people from all these different backgrounds, all these different countries, you're all kind of advancing towards a common goal. You're working towards an MBA, you've got hopes and dreams and career aspirations and Man, what an incredible group of people to meet! And of course, you've got you want to do all that in the first week of school. You've got a couple years here in Charlottesville, to explore Charlottesville, meet all these great people. But that is that is an incredible.
1: It is, and, yes, and I think it's even an, you know such an incredible opportunity for you and I. Um, you know, you have lots of deep experience at Darden, and I know you form really meaningful connections with students and alumni and. I I had a great week. Also, just socially, there is an alum who graduated in the 1990s, one of my favorite Darden alumni of all time, and he is back in Virginia because his son is going to the University of Virginia, and we met and went to dinner a couple of times. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to have formed Friendship's um, that l- have lasted now. Gosh, that was over twenty years ago. Um, around the world, one of the things that I also shared with the students, um, and and as this is relevant for prospective students who are coming in, so many so many alumni tell us this was two of the best years of their life, and to be there on the first day of what most likely many of them will describe in the future. As two of the best years of their life, it's just kind of really special to be a part of it from from the first day.
0: Well, I think that's a great point, Donna. And there's nothing quite like welcoming the class. It's it's a rare opportunity to be able to stand in front of a group of people and say, "This is this is who you are. This is you are interesting. You're smart. You're accomplished. You're talented in all these great ways," and be able to introduce them to to each other, at least at a, at a macro level, that is, that is truly an honor.
1: Yeah, there's one other thing I'd love to say about the full-time format, and then I'm eager to ask you the same question about the part-time students and the MBA students. I also thought it was a great opportunity. We asked a new question a couple of years ago that asked students if they've had to overcome <clears throat> any hardships or challenges, and it's an optional question, And obviously, students have the opportunity to choose if there's something that they had to navigate maybe while they were in college or in the workplace that might help put their achievements into context. It has been a really meaningful um, question and I think given us uh, such a broader context and I have so much respect, you know, we know life can be really smooth and have lots of peaks but you know our applicants are like anybody else and there are things that they've had to navigate that they many of them chose to disclose and i am really in awe of their resilience and wanted to let them know that it was a theme in their class they have navigated some things that show great resilience and that you know they're not alone um and so i'm just really really proud of them for and honored that they would share those stories with us So that we do have greater context, and just just so amazed at at their their resilience too. So that was a new element of the welcome speech from previous years. But but um, Brett, tell I'd love to you know the audience also to hear about the part time and the EMBA format. Where do you want to start?
0: Yeah, let's start a little bit with maybe a high level discussion about where we are in the Washington D.C. metro area because of course part-time and executive MBA while they start here in Charlottesville with a week-long residency the majority of their time starting students will actually play out at Sands Family Grounds our, our location in the Washington D.C. metro area it's right in Roslyn and Arlington it's as close to D.C. as you can get and still be in Virginia essentially so um it's great to be here in Charlottesville with these students. Uh, they are this year staying kind of on the downtown mall, a couple of hotels, and you see them out at night and walking around and having a great time and exploring all that Charlottesville has to offer. And, you know, when we think about the story in D.C., this is a story that really, in a lot of ways, begins in February of 2016 with the announcement that we're bringing one section of executive MBA students. Uh, To Roslyn, and and the goals for that section fairly modest. You know, maybe we'll see if we get about 60 students. And so you go from that point in time to where we are now. We have almost 400 students across the part-time MBA, Executive MBA, and a specialized master's that we operate in partnership with the McIntyre School of Commerce here at UVA, the MS in Business Analytics. So nearly 400 students in a period of time. You know, kind of almost you know five, six years or so. That is a lot of growth. It is a
1: ton of growth.
0: In a relatively short period of time. And I think it says a lot about Darden, the strength of the UVA brand, strength of the Darden brand, the perception in the D.C. area. Of course, for our working professional students, uh, our location in Roslyn is super accessible. We're about five miles from Reagan National, five miles from Union Station. It's really easy to get to if you're commuting. I think people are always wondering about schedule time convenience. And it's been great uh, to be a part of that story. Our executive MBA program was the first program followed by MSBA. And here we are with part-time MBA. So uh, to share a little bit more about the part-time class. So the, the target class size for for this class was 65. For folks who aren't as familiar with Darden and how things are structured here, a typical section size at Darden is 65. And so that number is is not random. If you talk to, say, a full-time MBA student or alum, they typically will have Core classes with about 65 students. And so that was our target size. And we got to 68 students and some really interesting things about this class at 40% female, uh, 32% of the class identifies as a racial or ethnic minority. Uh, One of the really interesting things, Donna, uh, these students are about five and a half years into their career on average with a range of say two to 13 years or so. Um, but 32% of them already had an advanced degree prior to matriculating at Darden, which... That's amazing. Think about, yeah, think about it in that context. So um, that that is an incredible thing. And we have 16 industries represented out of a group of 68. That's a lot of industry diversity, 54 unique employers. One of the things that we all are always stressing with prospective students, and I know that you know this well, is that there's not one right academic background into our programs. And there's there's not one right work background, right? So many different kinds of people. And when we put these classes together, we're really building for that classroom conversation, the case discussions that they're going to have and wanting to have as much difference as possible in that classroom. And I think p- the part-time MBA cohort that started this August, of course, the pioneers uh, of, this, of this program, they're going to be super helpful in helping us understand what what part-time MBA students want to see out of the program? What's of interest to them? What they're excited about? Uh, where we can where we can innovate and add new things? And so, oh,
1: yeah, there's going to be incredible opportunities to learn this this next year. I mean, you did such a great job with launching. Um, the recruiting process and bringing in a class so on target and such an impressive class. And now there's going to be such an opportunity for us to learn about their experience and kind of exciting for them to be the inaugural class and give that feedback to shape the experience of classes coming in the future.
0: Absolutely. And so uh, we're thrilled about the group of people uh, that that are, are with us in the part-time program. They will actually, I mean, we're recording this on Friday August 19th, they will have class in Roslyn on Monday night, August 22nd. They will have accounting class uh, with Mark Haskins, uh, six to nine 30. They'll be in an in-person week that Monday and Thursday uh, classes. So no, no rests are coming right off of a week long residency, right into evening classes, Boom, right
1: into it. And then Brett, I remember that you have done this a few times this summer to get these classes mingling and to know each other. Where did you take them? It was a really fun event.
0: So we, we do try to do some outings. So we in May, we had a meetup with our current Executive MBA class of 2023, our second year Executive MBA students in Roslyn. Uh, and then we went to Nationals Park uh, right before the start of school, which is I would say something of an annual tradition. It was a, it was difficult for a couple of years during the pandemic to do a large scale in person event, but we resumed the tradition last year and and we came back again. We had about I think 75 people across the part-time MBA, executive MBA and MSBA program and staff members uh, at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. on a on a weeknight. They played the Mets, but really, I don't think the baseball really mattered so much. It was more just the opportunity for people to meet in person after we'd spent a fair amount of time on Zoom together.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. What a nice opportunity for them to begin to bond before they embark on the you know academic portion of their experience. Oh, and they'll obviously continue to bond <laughs> during the academic experience with all the fun events and opportunities that they have.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why we always talk about the community of learning uh, in that Sands Family Grounds in the D.C. metro area, uh, because we really want students to understand when you come to Darden as a working professional student, you have these sort of concentric rings of networks, right? You have your classmates uh, that you've matriculated with, you're going through the program uh, with, or in the case of our our part-time MBA students through the core curriculum with, and the students have flexibility uh, during the elective periods. But when you think about that, that's probably your most immediate network. Then you have all the students, you know, working professional students learning out of Sam's Family Grounds. Then you have, oh gosh, Darden alumni, maybe in the D.C. area, There's about 1900 of them. Then you have the broader uh, Darden network. And then you have the UVA network, too, because, of course, we want you to feel part of the reason why we spend time here in Charlottesville is we want you to feel connected uh, to UVA and, and right. the grounds here and, and just the experience here. And so all, all that's to say, um, you know, I think our part time MBA students, they join at a really exciting time uh, for our professional degree programs. And Of course, the executive MBA program. I want to take some time to talk about them as well. Because- yeah,
1: it's such an impressive cohort as well. Tell, tell everybody about that class.
0: Yeah, so we are um, now entering our sixth year of operation as an executive MBA program in the Washington DC metro area. As noted, it's a program that's 15 plus years old at this point, but it is now really kind of fully based in the DC metro area. It's a decision we made a few years ago, and it was a great decision uh, for the program because it's really allowed all of the students to have a common and shared experience as they go through uh, the program. And so, Uh, We have 134 students in the executive MBA class of 2024. Uh, Some really interesting uh, stats about them. The class is 33% female, 22% of the students identify as a racial or ethnic minority. Uh, On average, about 12 years of work experience. But we always tell students, we get this question all the time from prospective students as, as they look at that and like, well, I don't have 12 years of work experience. Can I do this program? And we say, well, it's just an average, the full range of this class Goes from four years of work experience all the way to 33 plus years. Wow, that's a broad range. Yeah, very broad range. Lots of different kinds of people in the room. I think our students really enjoy the fact that you have uh, students kind of at different career stages. Yeah, I think
1: that would be really valuable for them.
0: Yeah, different points in the organization, maybe even different perspectives as a result on the cases that you're discussing. We have 100 plus employers represented. uh, I should say 100 plus unique employers represented within the class. You have twenty six industries, which is the most industries we've had represented uh, in the executive MBA class, certainly in in my time uh, here, uh, sixteen states of residency. So we have students coming from Oregon, Arizona, Texas, Illinois, Indiana, New York, and even as far away as as Indonesia, uh, which is which is amazing.
1: Yeah, what a commitment on their part. But I'm excited for them that they know this is such a great opportunity and and willing to you know make that. Investment and and time to commute too, but it's feasible.
0: It is feasible, and the executive MBA program is designed for travelers, right? So it's structured around once a month weekend residencies. You do have typically a couple of online classes uh, during the weeks and between the weekend residencies. And so for someone living out in Oregon, yes, you can do do this program. Now our part time MBA is uh, structured around weeknight classes on Monday and Thursday nights, and the weeks alternate between in person and virtual delivery and you know, we really expect that most students will be relatively close to Roslyn. Right. I think something like 80 to 85% of the right, students. Right, that
1: makes sense.
0: I think like 80 to 85% of the students in this inaugural cohort are within maybe 30 miles or less of our location in Roslyn, which is exactly what we expected, um, just given the structure and design of the program.
1: So exciting.
0: Absolutely. Well, this is also a very busy time of year. So uh, we just launched, as of today, just launched our part-time MBA and executive MBA applications. I know the full-time MBA application has been out there for a while. we got a deadline coming up, early actions just around the corner in early September and then round one. Uh, what are you looking forward to uh, in the weeks ahead, Donna?
1: Well, first and foremost, I would say this is the first fall we've had for a while that we have been so open. Uh, we have a series of open houses, class visits, the diversity weekend, the upcoming Women's Summit in Roslyn. Um, it's gonna feel so good to be able to welcome students to our grounds, both in Charlottesville and Roslyn, and you know, meet them in person. We have not been able to accommodate class visits for the past couple of years because of COVID. Um, and have not done as many, you know, admitted student weekends and things. So I would say first and foremost, it is, as you alluded to earlier, there's just nothing like visiting and being part of the network of Darden, whether that's Darden's location in Charlottesville or Roslyn. Uh, Students are also part of the University of Virginia. They're part of the Charlottesville community or the Roslyn community. And so to have... People um, have the opportunity to experience all of those communities by visiting. I think it's probably one of the most impactful trips they can make to, to visit schools. And we know that, you know, Darden is so well known for offering the best educational experience, you know, 10 consecutive years in The Economist for offering the best educational experience is something that we're all so proud of and best teaching faculty. So I'm excited that they can come and experience a, a case. Some people may have not been exposed to the case method, may not know just how engaging it is and will be able to see with their own eyes and ears why our faculty are so well known for teaching. So um, I'm very excited. I, you know. It, we're on slightly different cycles with full-time versus part-time and um Emba. But whenever the applicant season, application season starts, I'm I'm very eager to read applications and read the stories. I really find a lot of joy in and reading applications and I know you do as well, and getting to know people both on paper but in person this year is going to be so nice it's funny because we just welcomed people on Monday and then you know a couple weeks from now we have our our first deadlines and we're already offering lots of webinars and coffee chats and opportunities to connect with us about all the different formats so you know you you bring in a class and then you know we've been working on the next class for several months but I I'm excited to read the applications and, and and meet people first and foremost what about you
0: Yeah, I was with our executive MBA and part-time MBA students last night at a brewery here in Charlottesville, and they were saying, well, how are things going? Uh, uh, You know, are you slowing down here? And I said, well, actually, funny thing that you you mentioned that uh, we're launching the application uh, for next year's uh, class, the class that, that's going to matriculate in August of 2023. We're launching that really uh, tomorrow. And so they were just like kind of fluenced by all this. And I was just like, well, this is how it goes. So, you know, we recruit students for these programs all throughout the year. And then we arrive here at this point where we just welcome students and it's time to start back because our first executive MBA deadline will be September 10 and Followed by October ten, et cetera. We offer monthly deadlines for executive MBA applicants. A part time MBA first deadline will be October one, and so we're just kind of getting started with all of our events and programming. We've been doing in person tours in Roslyn and uh, Donna. I feel like um, Roslyn will be pretty busy uh, come come this fall. We got some women's focused events that are happening up there, and including a leadership symposium that's happening. Um, in, in September. You want to talk at all about some of this programming?
1: Yeah, I'll be I would be delighted to. There has been an initiative at Darden called Women at Darden 2.0. Uh several years ago there was Women at Darden 1.0, and this is just the you know next level of all kinds of initiatives for um, women at Darden, for prospective students, current students, alumni, staff, faculty. One of the overriding goals is to make Darden the school of choice for women, for students, but also school of choice for an employee, school of choice for faculty. So it's a very ambitious goal, and there's a lot of people that have been putting a lot of effort into the initiative more broadly, but one of the initiatives that have, has come out of women uh, at Darden 2.0 is the Women's Leadership Summit. And it will be housed in um, at SANS Capital Grounds this year, um, an opportunity for prospective students and current students and alumni to hear from some fantastic guest speakers. The theme is the great reinvention so we're we're really excited about the opportunity to have some professional development opportunities for women um, to learn from very successful women who will be receiving some awards and giving I think some very inspiring uh talk talks and things to think about I, I'm looking forward to it it's uh coming up September 24th
0: all right well that's an exciting thing that's on the horizon um, I Look forward to that. I'm going to be around for, for that event um, oh, in, good. in Roslyn. I always enjoy um, when we have these kinds of events uh, at Saints Family Grounds because it is such a beautiful space. We have an incredible view of the D.C. area. You can take a tour of Washington, D.C. without ever leaving our space, which is kind of amazing. It
1: is an incredible view.
0: Well, Donna, we're here. We've got early action coming up in early September and, of course, round one. And I'm sure we've got some applicants who are listening to this podcast. any tip or word of advice you would offer to them if, as they you know, maybe work on their application materials, get get ready for the upcoming uh, deadlines?
1: Yeah, I would I have a couple of tips. I would say it is not uncommon for people to be feel a little bit of stress when they're going through this process. And I would love to encourage people, to also offset that, that stress with the, the joy of embarking on an experience that, as Brett and I mentioned earlier, so many of our alumni refer to as two of the best years of their life. And by starting an application and going through this process, you're embarking on a journey that you will likely describe at some point as two of the best years of your life. Um, and hopefully you have lots of great years in your life and Darden will be among them. Um, I would say I'm a big fan of authenticity. I do believe, and I know, Brett, you're such an expert at this, different applicants can shine for different reasons. So there's some common denominators we look for, you know, interpersonal skills and communication skills. For example, when we're interviewing students, it's really important to have strong interpersonal and communication skills in, in business and at Darden. But aside from those, I can think of so many applicants who I respect and adore, who um, stood out for a myriad of different reasons. And a lot of people do say on the other side of the application process that you do look back and are grateful for the opportunity to reflect. I would say take some time to think about what are your signature strengths? What are you most proud of as an applicant? As you're embarking on this experience, it could be life experiences, it could be an accomplishment, it could be a characteristic of who you are. Um, What what are you proud of? Like write the application for you with a focus on what is relevant to the business school application. Um, But, you know, Darden is a big believer in collaboration. We have learning teams. We have a very strong sense of community to come to great decisions. You need different perspectives and different strengths, different leaders can shine for different reasons. So there is room, there is not a cookie cutter Darden applicant, other than, you know, we do want to see people who have strong interpersonal and communication skills who are team players and have the capacity for leadership, but different people can shine for different reasons. So try to be spend some time just thinking about what you're most proud of and of all the 20 things that you can say about yourself because I bet a lot of people listening to this have so much going for them. What are some particularly powerful themes that you're excited to tell us? And and I, I think that you might enjoy that experience and it's a great way you know, an exercise to do before your interview and before you apply, and then the last thing I would say, kind of related to the first area of, try try to let the joy of applying and this journey be more powerful than the than the the stress of it. Um, spend some time getting lost on the UVA website to see as, as a Darden student, whether you're in Roslyn or you're in Charlottesville, you are also a University of Virginia student and the University of v- Virginia has resources in Charlottesville as well as the greater DC area. Um, it, it's a, it should be a really joyful experience to explore, to embark on the experience, to bond with people that have so much going for them. And so just try to approach it don't let that stress um, take over. And then finally, I would say know that the people, I'm so proud of our team. We have a very experienced team who take so much pride in what they do. And I think the people on our team who are in admissions are in admissions because they want to read your stories and meet you, and they find this profession to be so rewarding. So we take it really seriously and we know that you are putting a lot of time and effort into this application and we put a lot of time into reviewing them and you know we 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 great get great joy in reading your stories so i think it's helpful for you to know that the people who are going to meet with you and and read your stories really get a lot of you know it gives us a, a great deal of joy and passion um, and I look forward to to meeting some of you and as many of you as 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 possible, and and reading your stories. And I know that you approach it so you know so similarly, Brett. It's so evident how how much passion you have for connecting with our applicants and current students.
0: Yeah, all great points, Donna. I think the hardest thing for most applicants is to come up with, all right, what are my priorities? What do I absolutely want to make sure I convey? Given that Uh I have limited real estate, I have a limited amount of space, you can only share so much in the application. What's most important for you to communicate through your application? Well, Donna, it's been so much fun talking with you. What a great week here at the Darden School of Business. And uh, we're not quite done. There will be an all Darden barbecue uh, tomorrow night. I will see you
1: there tomorrow night, Brett. I'm enjoying getting to see more in person uh, of Brett Twitty because it's always a joy. And, you know, you're normally up in Roslyn and I'm down here. So I will see you at the barbecue tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. And it's going to be fun. And yet another, I I think we could probably say this is a historic uh, barbecue in the history of the Darden School. Uh, It's the first time we've ever had a barbecue uh, together with full-time MBA, uh, executive MBA and part-time MBA students. And we'll actually have a number of executive MBA class of 2023 members who are coming into town for it. So it's going to be uh, quite an evening.
1: Oh, it'll be really fun. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, thank you again, Donna.
1: Thank you so much, Brett. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: And that was my interview with Donna Clark, Senior Assistant Dean of Admissions here at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.